Hi, I'm Hannah, team manager of the Orange Arrow Players Association, a nonprofit organization with the mission of coaching student athletes to aim for success off the field. Have you heard the news? Orange Arrow is turning 10. Please consider giving a monthly donation of $10 for 10 years of OA at www.orangearrow.org. Make sure to also subscribe to our newsletter and follow us on social media to see how we're celebrating. Thank you for listening. The mission of Orange Arrow is to coach young student-athletes to aim for success off the field. Orange Arrow prepares student-athletes for life, whether or not they achieve their dreams of playing at the professional level. In short, Orange Arrow develops life and social skills in youth. My mom says I can be anything what I want when I grow up, but I always have to have a backup plan. Welcome to Inside the Play Call with Orange Arrow, and I'm your host, Sean Robinson. And today, we are talking about 10 for Orange Arrow. So what you just heard was a clip from our first fundraiser event called Ball for Orange Arrow. It took place in 2016. Jay Harris of ESPN was the MC. That's who you heard first. And then one of our student athletes, Jordan. That was a clip of his speech. The event took place before the Pitt-Penn State game. They renewed the rivalry. Pitt ended up winning that game. H2P. But it was a wonderful experience. We brought back alumni from Penn State and also Pitt. And then supporters of Orange Arrow as a whole. I often describe our team at OA as small but mighty and so those who have experience of putting together events especially fundraiser event it takes a lot of manpower a lot of time and so we didn't want to commit to an annual event because we really wanted to make sure that we're focusing on the core work the programming and so we had planned to have this fundraiser event take place every two years so 2016 was was the first year 2018 off orange arrow again once again, uh, it was held at the Porsche dealership in Pittsburgh. And we were planning once again to have the event in 2020. But we all know 2020, the year of the pandemic. So that was a no-go. So we didn't have the event. And it was actually one of our board members. It must have been early 2022 maybe even late 2021, he asked a question, when is, when would it be 10 years for Orange Arrow? I said, hold on, that's 2023. We haven't produced a fundraiser event in quite some time since 2018. So 10 years makes sense because it's definitely worth celebrating, uh, doing its work of developing student athletes. And so, uh, here comes 10 for Orange Arrow. Um, on the opposite sides of the room, again with the silent option, and then moving the tables off to the side so that we can have an area to record. Are there any questions, comments, concerns? Wait, 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 wait. Let's bring it back. Let's bring it back. So that was Tamika. Tamika is leading the event planning committee for this 10-year fundraising. But let me take you back. So when creating 
a fundraiser event, a few things that are important. The date, the venue, and the draw. The earlier you can answer those three major questions, the greater chance for a successful event. So I decided to go first with the draw. It's always interesting when you go after a high profile individual to attach their name to an event to be part of the draw uh, because sometimes they're not reliable. They commit to something and then last minute they decommit or they're supposed to show up, they don't show up. So you have to be really thoughtful about that. And so being that is 10 years of OA, I had to go to the most reliable, the most high profile person that I know that's the most reliable and supports the work of OA. And it's the legend, Franco Harris. So my family and I, we went to Pittsburgh for Mother's Day. My wife's first um, Mother's Day of being a mom with our son, Max. And so since I was going to be in town, I thought it would be good at a good time to reach out to my guy, Franco, and to ask him if he would be the honorary chair of this 10-year celebration. And so I reached out to Franco. He had time for us to meet for a cup of coffee near his home. And uh, we caught up and I asked him and he immediately, without any hesitation, agreed to doing so. Now, he did confirm that, wait, is it 2023 or is it like this year, 2022? I said next year, next spring, next spring. He said, OK, because if it was 2022, I would have to decline because it's the 50th. 50th anniversary of the Immaculate Reception. I have so many things in my plate. I, I can't commit to anything else. Nope, 2023. Oh, there's nothing on my calendar in the spring. We're good. We are good. We're great, actually. I'm over a year out from the event, and now I have my draw. Franco agreed to do so. And then that helps with the other uh, pieces coming together. So the next came the date we wanted to we meaning the board um, and also the team wanted to plan it around Franco's schedule so sent a few dates to him and he selected April 22nd because he feels like it may be a little bit warmer there in Pittsburgh you never know what you're going to get when it comes to the weather but we're praying for great weather on the 22nd and so solidified the date And then now that we have Franco and the date, now it's time to connect with the venue. One of our supporters and advisor, team member, our guy, Ron Adoko, uh, has a strong relationship with uh, Rivers of Steel. And they manage the Carry Blast Furnaces, which is homestead area outside of Pittsburgh near Kennywood. Reached out to them, told them about Orange Arrow, let them know that Franco is the honorary chair, and this is the date. May we have the event at your venue. No hesitation, they gave us the green light. What? We have the draw, we have the date, and we have the venue? 
in plenty of time. Oh, we out of here. Everything is going even better than planned. There are so many people who rock with Orange Arrow, largely because of the work that we do, uh, the people that are involved. But having someone like Franco attached to the work and also this event, it added instant credibility. It aided in getting individuals to agree to be part of the honorary host committee, joining Franco. Um, also, uh, those that were in event planning committee and it opened up doors to uh, potential sponsors. So as we fast forward, and if you heard the podcast episode, a couple episodes ago, uh, we lost Franco uh, at the end of 2022. And wow, uh, you know, had plans, plans derailed. Uh, I won't go down the, um, you know, the rabbit hole was speaking of the impact um, of that loss um, of my friend, of a supporter, uh, but definitely check out the We Love Franco podcast episode to hear more on that. So going back to 10 for OA, 10 for Orange Arrow, we're still moving forward. We're going to produce the event and try to pick up the pieces the hole that was left can never be filled, but we're going to try to do the best we can. And so for 10 for Orange Arrow, uh, the celebration marks 10 year anniversary of us serving student athletes in many areas. So areas of development, uh, personal development, cross-cultural relationship building, and preparing them for the game of life. And then we anticipate athletes, our supporters, educators, uh, the philanthropic community, philanthropic community to be in attendance to celebrate not only the past, uh, learn more about the work of OA throughout the decade and get a glimpse into the years to come. We're enjoying food, music, dancing, and a really cool, distinctive ambiance. I mean, they carry blast furnaces. It's a really cool space. Really cool space. So Saturday, April 22nd. Hope to see you there. OrangeArrow.org for more information. And this is not the last you'll be hearing about 10 for away. But rock with us. Celebrate. It's going to be a good time. Take care. So your the party is going to be basically on the lower level. At the after party, yes. So you'll still have the availability for individuals to be up here up top. The DJ will still be there. I think Charles was just looking for, for a, a place if individuals want to dance, um, Amy, and, and really you know just let down their hair. Very similar to how we did it with the ball, where we had um, the lower level was the area where individuals could. Um, go downstairs for a more party vibe yeah that'll take place after the speaking any other questions about this before we move on Mika, can you remind what's the size of the top versus the size of the bottom like in my head the bottom seems small much smaller, the but size of the top is um 
154 feet. The bottom is 110 feet. The wall to where the, the back wall where the steps would actually start to go up. Any other questions? And again, Amy, I think once we get out there to actually have some actual measurements and to see where things would go with, you know, the sizing of the tables that we intend to have down there, our high tops, um, the, the food, all of that, I think it's very contingent that we may have to make some changes along the way. But this is our general layout right now. Awesome. Awesome. Thank you. Thank you. And also in the uh, the communication, we spoke about a timeline. And so we really started to nail down, especially now that we have an event planner, what needs to be done 30 days, 60 days, and then 75 days out. Uh, some of the highlights as it relates to 30 days is really about pushing, pushing, pushing the event. Really via Facebook, there's been an event page that's been communicated via email. So let's really push that out. We want to get to at least 1,000 people invited. I think we're right around 500 right now. And then also, we want to send an email blast via Eventbrite. Actually, that would be, so after the Super Bowl, so it will be the, the 15th, we want to send it out to 300 people. A uh, number of those people are already, already on our mailing list. But if there is additional people you want to invite via email, we can send it on your behalf. So send that to Kayla, um, the person that continues to reach out to you. I know there are some people who suggested some potential sponsors. So I'll reach out to you all individually, uh, making sure that we're able to get the information to those um, individuals. And then the other thing is uh, via social media, we're going to be uh, become more active about speaking about the 10 year event which is part of like the making of it, but then also highlighting uh, some of the activities over the past 10 years. So that's Facebook, Twitter, IG, and LinkedIn. So we're asking you all to share that um, the information. So please do so. And so with that in mind, we're gonna break out into uh, two groups. Uh, one group is really gonna be focused on like the uh, food and catering, operation logistics. The other group is gonna speak about media, PR, and, uh, and auction items. So. Here come the breakout rooms. Tamika, lead the uh, one room and I'll lead the other. Learning at like our Summer 17 Academy. And him and I kind of started up like this snap streak. I like his joke, we just kind of kept it going. We've had it going for like two years now. And kind of seeing how he's grown and you know how much more mature he is now since I've you know met him and his involvement with OA. And the way that you know he comes and talks to like the younger kids that are starting OA now. Um, it's kind of like almost like a big brother thing and you know, as cool as it is that like we, you know, help out or involved with OA, a lot of the kids who graduate from OA like come back, and that's pretty cool too. You know, um, it's like the captain of your football team when you're a freshman coming back.